In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. You're very welcome to the Brendan Option, coming to you courtesy of Immaculata Productions. I'm Father Brendan Kilcoyne. Uh, if you like our work, you might care to hit the subscribe button, keep us in your prayers, keep constructive criticism coming, and if you can spare it, maybe a few quid on Patreon or PayPal. It would make a difference to us. Gone with the Wind. You remember that? Yeah. Great film. Classic. Okay. No doubt it's been banned in the meantime. Yeah, yeah. And who can forget that? Who can forget? Wasn't it Vivian Leigh who plays Scarlett O'Hara? Who, who can forget her after her, her unfortunate uh, and, and, and long-suffering uh, her husband dies? And uh, she doesn't want to wear black because she said, I'm too young to be a widow. Well, that's what the prophet Baruch is telling you. You're too young to be a widow. <laughs> Jerusalem, take off your widow's weeds. Take off your, your dress of distress and mourning and crying and roaring. Okay. And put on magnificent clothes and jewels for your deliverance is at hand that's the message of advent it's a time of preparation yes but the crucial the crucial note in advent is anticipation and anticipation as you know to us poor limited human beings anticipation is sweet hmm? some people would say better than the real thing often yeah. No, you're too young to be a widow. Okay. Time to time to pull that curtain down and run up an amazing an amazing dress uh, if you're a woman, by the way. Okay. <laughs> One has to be so clear that this does. Run up an amazing dress so you can tell Captain Rhett later that you just saw it in a window. Celebrate. As we hear in the gospel a voice cries in the wilderness makes straight, straight, a path for the Lord. The royal road. The royal road. Yeah? This is Advent. The royal road to the incarnation. I love the way in the gospel, in, in Luke's, is it Luke 3? Uh, in the in the gospel today uh, it gives a detailed lead in after the manner of the ancient writers you know in the year when so and so was tetrarch and so and so was this so and so was that you know a long elaborate pinning down of the time and then suddenly the word of God came to John in the wilderness as if you know it's almost an anticlimax after all of that as if God spoke to him every day which kind of he probably did. Now John was not Jesus. John was a man like you and me. I know Jesus was a man like you and me. Okay, I know, I know, I know, I know. But you know. No, it's not the same. But John was, you know, a decent Alshkin like. He was a good old boy. He was red of neck. 
And there's John being talked to by God. Now, when you were baptized, did the priest not say, as Christ was anointed priest, prophet and king, so may you live as a member of his body, sharing everlasting life. Amen. Priest, prophet and king. I want you to consider this Advent. That as Moses said, Would to God that all the Lord's people were prophets. Let's have more prophets. Let's have load of prophets. Is God talking to you? Are you sure? You're sure he's not? You say back to me, Oh, you know, people to whom God is talking a lot generally need medication, you know. You might have a point there. But what if they have a point? I mean, what if he is talking to them? Is that our answer to prophecy? Sedation? I think the Russians were very good at that, weren't they? The psychiatric hospitals. They were able to quieten down those who wouldn't quieten. Is God asking you to prophesy? If he is, you have my... You have my deepest sympathies. No doubt there's somebody waiting to dance for Herod and ask for your head on a dish as the prize for the dance. Prophecy is a hard road. It's a terrible thing for God to put his hand on you. It's a terrible thing for God to, to give you a message for the others. But what if he is and you're not listening? And the message isn't being passed on. I think this Advent is a good time in this culture to ask whether it's not only possible, but in fact highly likely that many of us are actually in receipt of the word of God. Well, we all are, actually. But many of us for specific things now in this present juncture of which the church finds itself, at this present pass to which we are reduced. And I think it's not just that we don't hear him. Human beings are quite complicated. I think it's in part of our minds we've decided not to hear him. So that we don't have to pay the price for prophecy. And what do you have to say to the world? Your scum, your dirt, your filth, the Lord is going to destroy you completely. Listen to what Barak says. Will you take off the widow's weeds and dress yourself up? Show a bit of ankle. Okay, step it out, Jerusalem. The Lord has forgiven you. The bridegroom has arrived. You are forgiven. There's tremendous message which does not, by the way, compromise one iota on the teaching of the church or in any sense. The implication is you're forgiven. The clear implication there is that what you did was wrong, but you are forgiven or can be forgiven. So what do we prophesy to this world in this Advent? We all collectively as the church say to the world, you're too young to be a widow. Take off that black dress. And dress yourself in your finest outfit. For the Lord your God has forgiven you. And is asking for you. Go to him. Jerusalem.
The word of the Lord has arrived to you in the desert. Go into the cities. Go into the towns. And tell them the good news. That their freedom is at hand. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.